Let's get ready to barbecue! Cowboy Kev here, welcoming you to another episode of the Man Meat Barbecue Show with your host, Mikey K. Man Meat Barbecue is brought to you by Fire and Smoke Barbecue Company, your place for small batch, high quality seasonings, and if you're in the Chicago area, catering. Man Meat Barbecue is also brought to you by Myron Mix and Smokers. Are you on the competition circuit or just looking to kill it around the cul-de-sac? Check out Myron Mix and Smokers. They've got a cooker for you. And now, from the Jealous Devil Studios, the charcoal that lights our fire. Can't get anything better than that. Don't forget, use the code MANMEATBARBECUE at checkout for some great deals. Here is our host, Mikey K. Take it away, Mike. What is up, guys? So we are hanging out with two dudes from the Primo Grill team. Now, the thing that we're super excited about is, A, we talk about ceramic cookers on this podcast all the time, so I'm really excited to finally get somebody from a ceramic cooker to sit down and chat with us. So we are super excited. I want to invite Derek and Nick to the podcast. Guys, thank you so much for coming on and chatting barbecue with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having us. So if you can, can you guys tell us just, just cause the listeners are, you know, it's all, it's all audio. So if you can just say kind of what you do and kind of be like, Hey, my name's Nick and I do blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. Uh, my name is uh, Nick Bauer. I'm the president of Empire Group. Um, Empire Group purchased Primo Ceramic Grills last fall. Okay. So I personally, I've, I've had a Primo since 2015 because George who's the founder of Primo and I go back seven eight nine years or so and he's a buddy of mine so um, I've I've had the product for about five years now um, granted since COVID has has hit um, definitely spending a lot more time at at home and cooking on the product so it's 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 awesome now when you were first like in 2015 when you were kind of looking at the product what like what drew you to that cooker so i run a family business that was founded by my great-grandfather in 1932 so like our two big selling things that we do as a family is we do us-based manufacturing and we're and we're family business and, and we sell to other family businesses so we don't go to retail we don't go to the big boxes um, and we make and we make this stuff. We we don't buy from China and then sell to someone else. So, why I really love Primo was that they, they are also U.S. based manufacturing. I think Primo at the time had probably ten or eleven customers, and we shared about ten of them. I think there was only one or two maybe customers that he sold to that that we hadn't sold to. So these are the people we've been doing business with for 20, 30, 40 years. So, you know that U.S. based manufacturing is is what we do, and just the ability to sell more products to the same people. So they're, they're buying gas logs from us. They're buying brawl master from us. Well, they also are buying Primo. So, so now just try to help our customers buy more things from, from less vendors. Yeah. Streamline some stuff, make life a little easier. And, and the oval. So you look at it kind of like what, what are, what are the selling features out there? You know, what, what, what's the product moat? What makes this better than what, what else is out there? Because China is always going to do it cheaper. They're always going to do it. Um, so what are what are features out there? You know, what's that moat and that oval? Um, that oval by far 
is, is that moat that makes us different than the cheap stuff coming from China or Mexico. Yeah, I mean, that definitely, uh, I think that's something that most people are really, really drawn to when you look at a Primo is the shape. You know, it's a little bit different uh, shape. Now, if one of you guys can't answer this, I'm, I'm hoping, with the oval shape, how does that how does that affect the airflow? Does that change the airflow in any way, shape, or form from your your normal you know round cooker? It, it, does it give? Are there any other benefits besides kind of space? Uh, I think I can answer that. It doesn't change your airflow at all. Um, it's just space. It's it's space, and what it'll do is is for your dual zone or even three zone cooking. Um, that's really what it comes down to is the, the oval shape makes dual zone cooking extremely easy, uh, especially with the heat deflector plates made that they weigh. They're like half moon shaped uh, or almost like the shape of a D because of the oval. So you can run a, a full size heat deflector plate on one side and not on the other. So uh, do you want me to get back to your, your first question kind of? Uh, yeah, yeah, please uh, do. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. About we kinda, introduction. You know. All right. So, so my name is Derek Perry. Um, uh, professionally, I work in public safety, and I've been doing this uh, barbecue thing for, for, for quite some time, just kind of in my backyard cooking for my family. Uh, about three or four years ago, got into the Instagram scene, and that's when I got hooked up with uh, a Primo a few years after uh, after that, and I've been cooking on a Primo now for two or three years, religiously. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's been some time. Yeah, and then for Primo, I do uh, some some brand ambassador social media marketing for them. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I when I was looking for my first ceramic cooker, um, I did look at Primo. I ended up, sorry guys, I ended up getting a big green egg. But uh, <laughs> you know, what, okay. you know what? The hard thing was there weren't many dealers in the Chicagoland area that were um, that that had Primos. So let me ask you, is that the only reason why you didn't get a Primo when, when you bought your, uh, your big grenade? So yes and no. It's cause so it's going to be a double answered question, right? The dealer that I was going to get that we were looking at the Primo with ended up going out of business. And since I was bouncing back and forth, I'm like, well, they went out of business and I was like, I couldn't find anyone else that was selling it, you know, selling it in my local area. And the big green egg, you know, they were closer. <laughs> I did like, I really liked the shape of it. Um, I like the way that they cook. Uh, two of my good friends have, have primos and uh, I've gotten the chance to, you know, hang out and watch them cook on them. So they, I, I think the cooker's fantastic. It just, uh, well, you know, at the time I got my egg back in 2014, 2013 maybe. Um, and it was, you know, trying to find a dealer for Primo, it was just a little bit difficult. We actually have a pretty good Rollmaster wholesaler who covers the Chicagoland area for us, and, and, and they will be picking up the product this fall. So so we, we will be solving that problem here moving forward. Um, <laughs> the first year after we purchased them, we didn't really add that, that, that many new customers because we needed to get the product moved and of do course. some changes, this and that. But we will be – we will be – working on expanding our, our reach out there. Because, yeah, I mean, there's some markets we're really good. There's some markets we're not. So, um, But, yeah, Chicago, like one is, the Chicago one is we will be, we'll be fixing here. I'm actually only about five hours south of, 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 of you. So I'm, I'm in uh, Illinois myself. Okay. Well, you know, 
So you're, you're, you're probably in the St. Louis area, considering you're wearing a St. Louis Blues shirt. We you are. You can't see uh, that, but um, we won't hold it Stanley Cup them. champion St. Louis Blues. Yeah, you know, you guys got it once. Um, <laughs> everyone's, right. got, everyone's got to win it once. It's okay. We'll, we'll give you one. Are you, uh, are, are, are you Cubs or Sox? Uh, I'm a Blackhawks fan. Not, not, not any baseball? Not really. I'm not a big baseball guy. Yeah. It doesn't, uh, I worked in Wrigleyville for a really long time, which made me hate everyone in the, on the face of the planet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, when you have to deal with a bunch of drunk people, you just want to be like, get away from me <laughs> right now. <laughs> but hey, it, it worked out. And, um. I will say, like, I've seen Primo, you got your, your brand has definitely, you guys have definitely grown since, you know, since I first, A, discovered you guys, and B, I've just kind of been watching, you know what I mean? Like, I, I watch all the cookers, and I think when, when people start looking at ceramic cookers, it's always, you know, you guys are in that top three cooker, you know what I mean? You get, you get your Big Green Egg, you get your uh, Kamado Joe, and then there's your Primo, and it's, you know, which way do you want to go? And I think of, like you said, that, that oval shape is a huge, huge selling point. Because I know, like, a lot, like, my friends that have, have Primos, they're like, well, I like the oval shape better. And, like, that's a huge thing for them. And my question with that is, um, as you guys, as you guys develop, you know, more stuff for the Primo, and it's kind of, it's kind of growing a little bit more and all that, are you guys going to be coming out with more sizes for the Primo or is there just the, cause there's the, currently there's the, uh, the, the, I think it's the, I, I can't remember the naming of it. Is it the XL oval? Yeah. So yeah. currently we have a round 18 inch Kamado. We have yeah. a, a junior, which is our smallest, uh, oval. We have a large, which is our medium sized oval. And we have an XL, um, which is our largest unit. I know there has been some hints and discussion of uh, the market wants to see an XXL, and <laughs> this guy, uh, this guy Nick, he's not afraid to take on anything. So um, I'm not saying he's going to have one coming, but it wouldn't shock me if you were to see one uh, in the future. But I don't know logistically if if I think it really decides if uh, if the robot can handle it. Really, it's it's, it's how it's manufactured, I believe. Yeah, the, the first new unit you're going to see, and by the way, we're doing a lot of product improvements, whether it be a new hinge, a, a, new, a new top, um, rotisserie, a pizza. Um, we're doing a bunch of accessories and improvements, but we're looking at like a, like a mini mobile version because that junior, and I actually just got a junior this weekend, um, I think it's like 130 pounds, so it's a, little, it's a little too heavy to really be mobile. So we're looking at trying to take about 40 or 50 pounds out, out of it. Um, I always find that funny because you know the, the smaller Kamados and people are like, oh, it's a mobile Kamado. It's like they still weigh a hundred pounds. It's not it, like it's, it, it's still eighty pounds. Yeah, like, like the one right now is like you can you can lift it with one person, but if if you like your back, you probably shouldn't. Um, so we're working on and we're currently uh, test one out um, a smaller version of it for camping for this and that. And the same token, we're going to use. Uh, we're doing we we. Patented a, a electric Kamado, so we we, we apply for a patent. We will be getting a patent on the first manufacturer to have have an electric. So whether you be on a boat or in Chicago, uh, downtown Chicago, you can't you can't have gas, you can't have charcoal. Um, so we we may have not have done 
each of these by themselves, but since you can use the same mold and the same size, it makes sense to because it's 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 a it's it's pretty expensive to do new, new molds. Of course, um, they they come they 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 come out of of the UK. Um, so we, but hey, but but if you can do two for one size, then it then it kind of makes sense. And um, so that will be the first one you'll see next year. We're gonna look at an XXL. Um, wouldn't it be next year? It'd be the, the following year. But that all depends on the robot and how big can we really get. Um, but I'm. Uh, but yes, we're we're always looking at different different ideas and different things. Now, with the with the XXL, are you guys also kind of looking at at weight on what it's going to cost to ship? You know, movement of that kind of stuff. Because uh, I'm sure that's going to have to play a factor in, in some of it, right? Yeah, these things you have to you have to you have to package them like tanks because you don't want to get them chipped and this and that. So yeah, it's uh um they're definitely not light. <laughs> the the, the XL is a beast. I mean, just it's it, it's a beast. I think my son almost uh lost a hand trying to get me to put it in my cart for with me. So yeah, it's it's no joke. Cuz I mean, the XL I, if I'm not wrong, I think it weighs like it's almost 4 or 300 pounds, right? Somewhere around there? I believe so. Yeah. Which is not, I mean, that's not, that's not really a, a small amount of weight to move around, especially if it's like, you know, one person or two people. That's still a decent amount of weight to move. Um, so I'll just say, when I, I actually bought that through through a dealer, I, I actually didn't ask George for a favor at the time and got, got a free one, so I paid. I'll just say that I'm happy I bought it through a dealer because a dealer had to do all the work for me. So I didn't have to do it myself. <laughs> And that's the beauty of buying through a local dealer is um, most of them will, will will bring them out for your backyard and they'll do all the work. And I think, uh, like I said earlier in the podcast, like that was one of the things too. Like with with Kamados being so heavy, um, I was looking for somebody to deliver it. You know what I mean? Yes. And um, at the time I was living in the city, I did not have a truck. I did not uh, have use for a truck at that time. Had a you know a passenger car. When you're trying to get an XL. Uh, Kamado into a passenger car, it's not going to fit and it's not going to work. So, you know, trying to get somebody to deliver was another another big, you know, steering point for me. Uh, so I'm, I'm really happy that you guys are going to be getting, you know, more more dealers covering the Chicagoland area. I think that's going to be that's going to be phenomenal. And that's the beauty. So we we bought Brawlmaster, which is the longest continuous manufactured gas grill, it goes back to 1966. We bought it in in 2000, so 20 years ago. So there's an existing network of raw mass dealers out there that's really that we scary will that be bringing Primo to, and, and and vice versa with Primo. So if you're a Primo guy, you don't have raw master. Well, hopefully we'll say it's a raw master. If you're a raw master guy, you don't have Primo. So that's kind of one of the the vision when we purchased them last fall is just to trying to offer more products to the same same dealers and where there's where there's good regions for us and there's bad regions for us as well. So you try to keep keep making it better. Of course. Of course. Now, when you when you guys are kind of doing your, you know, Derek, this will be kind of you, 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 uh, you had the social media and, and that kind of stuff. So what what have you seen like with Instagram and with the uptick? Like, what have you seen with you know Primo guys? Like, what's a, what's a big thing that you see like very often with guys that are cooking on Primos? So again, I'm going to go back to our dual zone cooking. You know, you can. Smoke a steak on one side, on the other side, you know, have a fire firebox divider in, have your, your charcoal, your lump charcoal up on the left side. You can throw your cast iron right over that. You can slow smoke a steak on the right side of that grill. 
Meanwhile, that cast iron insert or that cast iron grate still getting super hot. You know, reach 100 degrees, 110 degrees, open up that airflow, get that fire going and sear that steak off. And you're not having to use two grills or heat up a, a, a cast iron pan in the oven on the stove or anything like that. So really, it's it's the oval shape. Um, the buzz around around Primo recently is uh, everyone wants a rotisserie and we're bringing one to market. Um we're testing one out now. We've threw it up on our Instagram channels and our social yeah. media channels, Facebook, Twitter. It's getting a lot of attention, uh, a lot of attraction. There's a lot of buzz about it, and that's going to come to market hopefully uh, sooner than later. But that's going to be another big, great addition um, to where, you know, you know, the oval shape, made in America, we have everything going for us. Something that people don't really talk about because it's not a tangible thing that you really can see, but our ceramic blend is, is top-notch. Um, you know, I think before, before Nick got involved in the, the company, George threw a, a couple different competitive grills into a kiln and heat them up to like 4,000 degrees. And yep. and one actually melted. One of the, the three that you mentioned started to melt. And then, uh, you know, there's there's two lone survivors and, and it, was, it was Primo and another one. But our ceramic blend, how it retains heat is, is unbelievable. I do. So, I, one of the things I do love about the Primo is the way that um, – it does. It re- retains heat phenomenally, like you said, and with that shape and seeing the um, the rotisserie, I think I like I, I like the shape almost even more now because it gives you more room on that rotisserie. Yeah. Well, and I think that's just one style of rotisserie. I don't know if if it's going to come to market or not, or what the plan is. This this guy, Nick's a, dude. He's a genius. He's got. He's not afraid to try anything. He really isn't. Uh, and he's not afraid to uh, hurt people's feelings. But, you know, when we can throw out, you know, uh, multiple rotisseries, you know, when you're throwing out four or six, uh, kind of like Rhodesia or something like that, it's yeah. going to be really cool. Really cool. Now, that's so. very cool. I mean, r- rotisseries, I think, are just getting big in general because you can do so much fun stuff with them. And people are really enjoying them. Well, yeah, I did. I did. I'm not a chef. I'm not a cooker. Uh, everyone makes fun of me because I mostly do wings um, and steaks. But I did wings in the basket on Saturday, and and I had some. I had, I had a, a sales rep of mine over to tax. So we were working on Saturday, which consisted of having a bunch of drinks and grilling, which is the greatest job anyone can ever have. Uh, but the wings were, they were, they were awesome. And and I've seen some comments online. Hey, my primo. Does 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 great wings now? Why do I need this? And it was like, you maybe don't have to have it, but there's so many different things you can do. You can do veggies. You can do you can do the wings. It's it's uh it's just I mean guys like toys and we like our toys and yeah um, it was it was awesome to play with. Um, I wish I wouldn't have had as many drinks at golf before, um, but it was, it was <laughs> I, I I think it made the food taste even better. You know. Um... I, I think you're always going to get somebody that's going to tell you, like, well, why do I need that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't really need that. Well, yeah, I understand that you don't need it, but we're not we're not making it because, it, you know, the cooker can't make wings. We're making it so you can make wings in a different way. I know a lot of guys that have rotisseries and they're roasting coffee, in you know, in them. They're doing, you know, they're just they're just trying to push like push the limits of what they can do in their kamado. Yeah, and I think and I think I said that to a guy when he's like, "Well, I don't need this." I'm like, "Well, that's fine. Then 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 don't get it. Then don't buy um, it." But there's, 
but there's, there's plenty of other people that want to buy it. And, and as I said, what the Primo family wants, the Primo family is going to get. So um, it was it was definitely some of the best what views, Derek, that, that we've had on the feed. And probably since you've t- taken it over, huh? The most feedback. Yeah, there was uh, – yeah, it was – it, it did well. It did well. And there's more to come. Uh, there was more content to come. But, yeah, no, it, it did well. It did real well. Now, with I know I know you said you guys are thinking about putting out a new hinge system. Is that just so that it'll it'll close smoother, or what? What's your guys' ideas behind that? Yeah. So basically, the XL and I'm using rough numbers here. So so don't have the engineers out there when you get a new hinge. Actually, it's it, it weighs roughly 35 pounds on the X XL with the current hinge. With the new hinge, we got it down to about eight pounds. So okay. it's whatever that math is, it, you know, it's, yeah, you know, it's, is it currently heavy? Yes. Is it terrible? Absolutely not. But the, no, my, you know, your wife or something who actually wants to, you know, 35 pounds for XL is pretty heavy because it's pretty big and bulky. So it's just more, it, more so from ease of, of, of use. Well, let me add on to that because the cool thing is, is it's, and, and this is what's great about Empire and Nick buying this company and taking it to the next level it's the people the consumers they said they want it is it needed no but they said they want it so nick's gonna bring it to you and that's and that's cool and you know that's something that's really unique uh about this brand if if you want it we're gonna explore ways to bring it to you you know it might not work out in the long run but it might but but it your comments aren't uh, aren't going unheard, which is very good. Cool. What everyone has to say, which is very cool. That's definitely very very cool. And Derek, you guys, I mean, you guys are doing a great job on your social media. You know, everything's getting posted really really nicely. Um, the one thing I, I I always love seeing is you know people that bake in their kamados. I, I just really love that because I feel like not enough people realize that you can bake, like in a cooker. And I, I really love that you guys do highlight a lot of that. I think that's fantastic. And I, um, I'm sure that, you know, being with that oval shape, you're able to put almost a full, you know, a full pot, not pie, uh, yeah, I guess, is it called a pie rack? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> but like a full pie pan in there and make it fit perfectly. You know what I mean, and it doesn't have to be just an oval one. It could be a you know, or a, a circular one. It could be a, a you know, a, a rectangle, rectangular one, and all that. And you can feed more people. You can do cookies on it, I'm sure, um, and all that fun stuff. And I love that you guys, you guys definitely show that off. Yeah, no, you can do. I mean, you can do anything on it. You take a standard pie dish, and I bet you I can get four to six pie with the uh, extended racks. Yeah. It, it, in a primo, like, like really easy. I did, uh, you can go check it out on my personal page, but once I did like this super large pepperoni and cheese, uh, stuffed, uh, like pretzel, like yeah. it was huge. It was, it was, it was bigger than a, than a 18 inch, uh, uh, pizza pan. I mean, it was huge and I did it on the primo and it just worked out perfectly. It just worked out perfect, man. It's just throw those heat deflector plates in. And, and again, I tell people when anyone wants to get into the market and they ask about it, you know, well, why should I use this grill over another one? Or or, or why get a ceramic over over a pellet or, or something else? 
It's essentially, it's it's real wood fire cooking and it's extension of your oven. Anything you can do in an oven, you can do in a Primo. Yeah, absolutely. You have, you have, you have companies out there that, that part of their marketing strategy is it bakes, braises, roasts, smokes, sears. We can do everything else. I mean, we, we, we can do it too, but we can really sear. Yeah, I got to dude, dude. I totally get you. Now, when you're if you're picking up a, a brand new Primo, and for people that don't know uh, the differences on what Primo kind of does that that other grill companies don't do is you guys do two half oval um, deflector plates. Which the cool thing about that is a you got you can you can do the two zone cooking right because you can take one of them out. The other cool thing is I feel like because the the ovals are smaller, they're almost stronger. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. they last longer because the, they the, it can absorb the heat better and not hit and not get like there's no like in the middle where the, where the crack would de- definitely be, that's probably the would be the weakest point. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. I'm no engineer, but I mean it makes sense. I just know from I, I know that I've gone through a, a ton of heat deflectors. So I've used my Primo religiously, my XL. I mean, it was the only Primo I had for probably a good eighteen months, and used it daily from everything from slow smoking to getting it seven eight hundred degrees and in, in searing steaks. And I don't have a single crack in my firebox or on my heat deflector plate in my XL. Uh, with the XL Firebox does have that that s- stress fracture already pre-made in it, yeah, yeah. so for for expansions. So obviously, um, yeah, because it had like when 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 it's heating up and when it's cooling down, there's going to be a little bit of expansion. There has to be. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So you know they uh, you know they fixed that with the Firebox at least on the on the XL. I don't know if it's done on the Junior yet, but yeah, I've never had a problem with mine. I, I I'm sitting on my first set of heat deflector plates and I don't got a single crack in it and and I'm not gentle with them either. So no, it, it it's a workhorse, man. And I know we're talking a lot about about the the oval, uh, but we do have an 18 inch round as well, which I I want to say is probably I don't want to say cheapest because it's by far not cheap, but the most affordable uh, grill on the market in its class for your your quality ceramic grills. Now what what does that one run? Uh, the all in one is what nine hundred eight ninety nine, Nick. I I was gonna say eight fifty to nine hundred. Yeah. So it just kind of depends on where, exactly where you're at, where, where where what dealer it's in, right? I'm sure you know certain dealers will go a little bit higher, certain dealers will go a little bit lower. Um, I think I mean that's a fantastic price. Now, do you, what do you get in that when you say all in one? What what comes with the uh, with that? So it comes with your uh, stand with two fold-ups uh, side shelves. Uh, obviously, the ceramic grill, um, a porcelain-coated grate, but those are soon being switched over, I believe, to all stainless steel. Correct, Nick? Yes. And um, a ash clean-out tool and a, a grate clipper to grab the, the hot grate and remove it. Um, it doesn't come with the heat deflector plate. That is an added accessory you'll have to buy, but... It's uh, still still an affordable unit. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I, I have, there's I have, very few that come with the heat deflector plate. Yeah, I have three. I have three Primos on my back deck, and I use now. I'm probably using my uh, all-in-one Kamado 18-inch round more than more than anything, just because um, 
it, it, it heats up really fast. It's perfect for if I'm cooking for, you know, just myself or my wife and my kids for a family of four. Uh, you know, it, it does everything I need it to do. Um, and, you know, it'll it'll hold a good-sized brisket. You could put a 14-, 16-pound brisket on it, no problem. And that, yeah, I mean, usually, I mean, 14 to 16, 14 to 16 pound brisket is going to feed a, a pretty large party. You're, yeah. you're going to, you're going to have a, a good amount of people being fed on it. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely a, 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 an amazing cooker. Like, like I said, um, I have friends that have it. I have friends that use it. If you had to pick just one out of all your, out of all the primos, which one would you go with? Well, the majority of our sales is in the oval XL. But I'm saying you, like you personally, like I'm taking every cooker out of your backyard. You only get one of them. Which one are me, you putting in? Me personally, I'm keeping the XL. The XL is hands down by the most versatile grill. I mean, uh, you, you, you can't beat it. I, I'm keeping the XL. Yeah, that's fan. And I, I, I was assuming you were going to say that. I'm always one of those people that it's like I rather get a little bit bigger of a cooker. I may not have to use the whole thing, but if I have the space, I don't ever want to be like, "Damn, I wish I had you know three more inches." Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah I, 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 I was just gonna say that because I, I follow the Primo Facebook page every day, and every day or two, maybe sometimes, hey, which size should I get? Which size should I get? And like seventy-five percent of the comments are. No one has ever said, dang it, I bought too big of a grill. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Never. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, we have a firebox divider, so it makes it really easy, right? So if people are worried about fuel consumption, you throw that firebox divider in, you cook over one side, and, you, and you're fine. You know, if you want to grill up a steak or something, you get a little bit of flare-ups, you just move it over to that indirect side until your fire tames out and throw it back on. Yep. So, yeah, the XL is the way to go. Yeah. I, I would agree with you on that. That's why I know when I was looking at it, like one of the guys was trying to sell, uh, he was, he was talking to me and he's like, I don't know if you need to go that big. And I was like, you know, I don't know that I don't need to go that big. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why not have it? If, if you, you know, it, it's not that big of a difference. And to me, I, like I said, I, I never, I'm never like, damn, you know, the cooker was too small or, or the cooker was too big. I, I couldn't use the whole thing. Yeah, well, there's no, a will, there's a way. I'll find a way. To... It's by far my favorite grill. And now, how much cooking surface does the XL have? 400 inches, right? It's. I'd have to look it up, but it's pretty large, and that's without the extension racks. So you can almost double it with the extension racks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we call it the 400 because it's 400 inches. But then, yeah, but then you have the extension racks and all that, which is which is super nice, guys. If you don't know what they're talking about, extension racks they they basically give you another top like another top rack to to cook on a lot of people use them while smoking um not too many people use them during grilling but you can um it, it's just it just gives you a little bit more more added space yeah what would you say is one of your favorite things derek about the uh cooker uh the heat retention fuel consumption um it's just the heat retention is ridiculous. The quality of the ceramic is, is unbelievable. And then you can't beat the shape. Like you can't beat the oval shape. The oval shape is, is it's a game changer for the Kamado industry and anyone cooking on a Kamado grill. Uh, and it really changes the versatility of the grill. You know, it's easy to set it up in, in different configurations. Um, 
you know, for smoke and searing at the same time on the same grill, you know, with, with, with little time to heat up and increase your fire, uh, the versatility of it's unbelievable. It, it really is. I, I would definitely agree with you on that. Um, there's just so many cool things about it. Uh, hey, I think I think it's just a great a great cooker. <laughs> you know, something I, as simple I, as, as flipping a great upside down and getting you two inches closer to the fire. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's super versatile. Yeah, I I, I personally grew up with gas grills because the family and Brawlmaster. So charcoal for me, a big oval XL. When I'm first teaching myself, like I I I was scared. I mean, how how do you get it lit? How long does does it, does it take to get light lit? This and that. What I like is like on on Saturdays, it's pretty common to to, to make lunch, then go play golf for a couple hours, or go to the pool, go do something, come back, and and then make dinner, and 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 it's still hot. Like to 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 heat it up again for dinner is like three or four minutes, and then and then some nights if friends are over or whatnot, then then you have the third third meal at <laughs> one in the morning, um, but you don't have to put in charcoal. Um, it, it it stays fairly hot, um, so it's really quick. Start up to just put put in a snack, an appetizer, or something. So my primo is pretty much from noon on Saturday until I go to bed that night. It's it's pretty much cooking. Or or if it's not cooking, it's it, it's it's keeping the heat to is retaining the heat to to waiting to be cooked. Yeah, that's what, I, that's that that's what amazed me when I first started cooking on one. And and I'm the same way. I work Monday or Tuesday through Friday, so usually Friday night, first thing Saturday morning, I fire pretty much every one of my pits up. And they run all weekend, and uh, it just depends on on who's coming over or what we're cooking. But you know, yesterday I, I I had it going and it's still running running right now. The nice thing about the Kamado style cookers too is it you can kind of like you they're almost set it and forget it to the point where like if you get those great or if you get those vents going perfect, you know what I'm saying? Like you keep that vent nice. They're gonna they're gonna run you know you want to you set them at two two fifty two seventy five or whatever, and if you dial that that vent in it just it just holds. No, it does, and I think I heard you say this before, Mikey, and I've kind of stole this from you, and I've used it. Uh, large temperature changes your 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 hundreds, it's your bottom. Yep. Five tens and fifteens, it's your top, and it's real easy to dial that thing in at two twenty five, two thirty five, two fifty, whatever you want, two seventy five. It's pretty easy to dial that thing in, and it'll it'll, it'll cruise within uh you know plus or minus 10 degrees yeah which is not it's not gonna it's not gonna make or break your cook and it ain't the end of the world i know some guys like freak out because they're like oh my god it's going on it's like dude it's fine (laughs) you're perfectly fine there's no difference between like 260 and 250 like for for the most part um i i I know that like a lot of people will stress out about that and that's like the easiest thing to kind of go go with and i think that's one of the reasons that so many people from gas grills go to Kamados, and Nick, I'm sure this was probably when you were first going that route. It it was it as you said, it was kind of scary because you never never did charcoal or anything like that. But they're relatively easy to learn. Oh yes, and, and, and well, I was just more scared of the, is the lighting process. But but then 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 I got a loof lighter, and quite frankly, that's fun. Like, what's more fun than blowing air on open flames? I probably light it too much now. I, I'm getting I'm getting all those sparks coming up and getting it in my face. I have to put on safety glasses to light it now because I enjoy blowing smoke on the open fire. Um, it, it it just took a few. It just took 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 some time, and quite frankly, 
where I learned was during COVID, we had our largest trade show in New Orleans the week when COVID hit in March. So we were all st stuck at home for two weeks. I'm like, I have nothing else to do. I might as well grill on this every day and figure out how to grill on it. And ever since then, it's been two to three to four, four nights a week for me. Um, but it's just, it, it, you know, it's, I, for me, maybe not for other people, but coming off of gas and being so used to gas and just push it, push it and start in a couple minutes. Um, it just, it just, just it took a learning curve, but it wasn't more than two or three, two or three cooks. I missed yeah. quick. Yeah. And I mean, the, the other nice thing is, I mean, you got a preheated gas grill either way. And if you're lighting with, with either a torch or like a loof lighter, I can get my Kamado cooker ready in the same amount of time that you're going to preheat your gas grill. Yeah. You know, granted that I'm not, I'm not setting up for like a long smoke. If we're setting up for a long smoke, you're going to want to dial it down a little bit more and kind of get that clean smoke going. But if you're just grilling steaks, you're making burgers, it, it's, not a, it's not a big process to set it up. And I think that's what kind of sometimes scares people. No. Well, especially because most of the time you're just using the charcoal from the last cook. Yeah. Not putting that much charcoal in it. So not like it takes that long to go grab a bag of charcoal, but it takes, but it's, but it, that's what surprised me the most is once you close that thing off at night and how much of that charcoal is still there the next morning. Oh, a ton of it is. Yeah. What's the, uh, since Derek, you said you you pretty much leave your cookers on all weekend. For your XL, what size charcoal bag do you put in? In and how long how long are we talking about lasting? Like I know, I know my my XL egg probably eats like a a, a ten pound about ten pounds of a bag if it's completely empty. Yeah, um, you know I I couldn't tell you bag wise because I'll I'll do a combination. I'll mix some. Uh, Fogo Super Premium with the Premium, okay. so I don't really okay. have a lot of voids. So essentially, I, I I got a big oval block of charcoal with 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 little voids. But I'll throw down, you know, a layer of the the Premium, then I'll throw the Super Premium over that, and then I'll I'll layer and fill all those gaps in with the smaller Premium, and kind of repeat that and, until uh, I fill that thing up. So I don't know. Um, I'm running a kick-ass basket, so I'm I'm probably putting. 10 pounds of charcoal in there, okay, 8 so to about, 10 pounds maybe. That's what I had to say, guess. And then, that I mean, that's going to run you almost all weekend. I can run that pretty much almost all weekend at like 225. If something were at night, I don't have nothing on it, I'll, I'll kind of I'll lower it. I'll, I'll really deprive it of some oxygen. Um, but nothing that I can't go over the next morning, give it some airflow, and get that thing right back to 225, 250, 300. And that, that's what I was going to say too. What I – what I love about Kamados is there, there's times where I'll, I'll make like, like you said, you know, I'll make lunch on it. And then I'm like, well, we're going to cook dinner on it too. So I just, you know, cut down that vent where I don't put it out completely, but I just cut it down and, and, and the temperature goes down, down really, really nicely. And then, you know, open it up, give it some airflow. You don't even relight it. You just keep going. Yeah. I think, I think yesterday I grilled some lobster tails and uh, I was grilling them at like 300 degrees. Um, and then I just left it, I left it open, man. I just left it open and figured I'd burn out all the charcoal. Weekend's coming to an end. I'll vacuum it out today or, or next weekend. Um, went out there this morning and it's still cruising along like 150 degrees. Still got some, some hot charcoal in there. Just like I expected this thing to be burned out, you know. Uh, it's crazy. They're crazy. super efficient. Yeah. 
Guys, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show, hanging out with us, and chatting barbecue and chatting Primo Grills. Um, if you guys can do us a favor, can you tell everyone where they can follow Primo and, and fi find out what's coming up with everything that's going on with you guys? Go ahead, Nick. You want to go? Want to start with with where they can find you and and your uh, the Facebooks groups? Yeah. So the big so obviously Primo's on Facebook. Um, there's a, there's two groups. It's the official Primo one on Facebook, and then the Primo BBQers BBQERS. Um, and then obviously, am I? I'm Primo Nick on Facebook. I, you guys can probably have to, I'll give you three guesses where that name came from. Um, oh. And my Instagram is Empire Group Nick. Perfect. And then on Instagram, you can find us at Primo Ceramic Grills. Um, and real quick, I want to touch base. I mean, what other company can you jump on a Facebook forum and be communicating with the you know, direct access to the president of the company? I mean, it, it's pretty cool. And, and, and Nick's the reason for all these recent changes, right? He got onto these forums early on when they inquired the companies, like, listen to these people. What do you want? And they told him, and he's bringing it to them. So if you have ideas, uh, go there because um, he's going to tell you what's, you know, he's listening. Yeah, you say some... I, I, I wish I had direct access to 10,000 users of my gas logs and my fireplaces or my wood stoves like I do on Primo on Facebook. It's, it's incredible to hear the just read the knowledge that's out there. And 98% and of these things we're doing are not our idea. We're just listening what people are saying, what their needs are. Kind of, we have a saying here. It says, it's, it's, it's like, fix what bugs you. Um, so, and just hearing the, hearing the comments on these groups or what, cause I mean, I, I didn't know Primo. I didn't grow up on one. I grew up on gas. So I've been trying to learn as, as quick as possible. And quite frankly, what I do is I, I just, I just read these groups. Um, and the knowledge is just, just, it's been awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we're listening. So you can find us on Instagram, Twitter at Primo Ceramic Grills. And then uh, you can find me and see all my Primo creations on my personal page at Freedom So Hard. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show, and uh, we will chat with you soon. Thank you so uh, much. Thanks, I Mike. really appreciate it.